This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today we're talking about what to do if you have lost your job. Unfortunately, this is affecting millions of people across the country right now in this pandemic. And losing a job is one of the most stressful experiences that a person can go through. So we've assembled the top five financial tips that we think are important for somebody to know if you have lost a job. So whether you uh, lost it because you were fired, you were laid off, you were downsized, whatever reason it is that you lost your job, these are five financial tips that really should speak to you in terms of actions to take. I think that one of the things that happens when you lose a job is there's such an enormous sense of powerlessness. You know, it for most people, it wasn't their choice. It wasn't how they would have wanted this to go down. It can feel like a very bitter pill to swallow. It can be something where maybe you spent a lot of years giving your time and effort and blood, sweat and tears to a company only to unfortunately be let go in a way that is not how you would have scripted it. So not only is there a massive emotional component to this, but there's also the fear surrounding the financial impact of losing your job, especially during a time like right now, where there is a lot of people who have lost jobs. So we're going to dive into some things that are going to be incredibly important for you to be aware of and for you to try to get your ducks in a row. The powerlessness feeling that comes with losing your job can to some degree be be counteracted by actively taking some strategic steps to put you on the right footing to move forward financially as a result of this transition. So the first thing that I would recommend if you have lost your job is to create an immediate short-term cash flow plan. So here's the thing. If you've lost your job, cash flow is now the biggest issue that you have to address first. How are you going to continue to live? Now, for many people, There are time frames that you know that you're going to be able to work for a few more weeks or you're getting a 60-day notice or you're getting some type of severance package. And if that's the case, fantastic, because that just really serves to give you some breathing room in terms of figuring out some of these things. But regardless of how long you have until your last paycheck is going to come, you really do need to figure out an immediate short-term cash flow plan. And what you're going to need to do in there is to figure out how are you spending money now, which I know is not a fun thing to do, but nevertheless, this is the time to pull it all together and figure this out. So how are you spending money now? And is there anything you can do to trim the spending at least temporarily until you find a new job and your cash flow situation starts to perk up again? So some people have good emergency money saved up. And if you're one of those people, that's fantastic. This is what emergency funds are for, is tapping into when emergencies happen. And for sure, losing your job is an emergency. (laughs) So this is the time to tap into those emergency funds. If your cash flow is still gonna leave you short and you've exhausted your emergency funds, 
then the next place to think about taking it from is going to be from what are called non-qualified accounts. Non-qualified basically means that it's not an IRA. Now, what you're definitely going to want to do is talk to your financial advisor to find out whether or not there are any penalties or taxes that are going to be due as a result of tapping into those accounts. But by and large, it's going to be in your best interest to tap into non-qualified accounts first before you tap into IRAs in order to minimize some of the taxable consequences of getting into that money. And your age is going to make a difference too. We have a local organization that I know recently has uh, announced some major layoffs, and many of the professionals in this healthcare setting have worked there for a lot of years. In fact, some of them are over age 60. And for you, you might be able to tap into your retirement funds You'll pay some taxes on it, but not any penalties. But for your younger co-workers who are under age, say 55, then you might have some trouble tapping into those funds without a penalty. So it's really going to be important to consult with someone who can help you understand the tax landscape of that and make sure you're making good decisions about what money to utilize while you're figuring out your next move from a career perspective. So number one tip, create an immediate short-term cash flow plan. Now I will share with you that we do have a fantastic budget tool. I know budget is kind (laughs) of the B word in the financial industry, but we have a great budget tool that might be able to help you. Sometimes when you're going through the stress of a job loss, it's hard to think about all of the things that go into what you're spending money on because all of the emotional surroundings from it kind of give us a little bit of brain fog. And so this budget tool might really help you think about categories where money gets spent that you wouldn't have already thought of. So if you would like a copy of the budget tool, just reach out to our office and talk to Julie Chadwick. She's one of our financial advisors and she can email you that budget tool and um, get you that as a resource to help you take step one here, which is creating that immediate short-term cash flow plan. Okay, step two, if you have lost your job, right after you address your cash flow planning, the second thing is to review and to understand your insurance options. So for many people, especially if you are in a professional setting, the benefits that you have are a major part of your compensation package. And so the first benefit that you want to take a look at is going to be your health insurance benefits. Now for some people, you might be able to stay on your employer's health plan if you are an employer, if your employer offers what's called state continuation, then you can likely stay on that insurance for up to nine months following termination. And if they participate in something called COBRA, then you can participate in their insurance for 18 months. Be aware, though, that when you're on either one of these, the cost is likely to be very different than what you're paying while you're employed. The COBRA, for example, is going to go up to whatever the full cost of the coverage is. So instead of the employer paying part of it and you paying part of it, now you're going to have to pay the whole thing. And you can start on COBRA and you can cancel it if you get a new job. 
you can stay on it and exhaust it for the 18 months and then have to find some new coverage. And um, it is just going to be more expensive than when you were just sharing costs with your employer, but it is going to be good benefits. More than likely a stronger set of benefits than what you can go out and get on the individual market. So addressing the healthcare insurance is the first part of the insurance review. The second thing is going to be looking at the other benefits that you have. So your disability benefits, they're gonna stop right away, but your life insurance benefits might be portable. And what portable life insurance benefits means is that you can take it with you when you leave, you just take over the cost of it and you start working directly with the insurance company, similar to COBRA, except that there's no timeline on it in terms of when it ends. So portable benefits tend to be life insurance and also can be long-term care insurance that some people have through their employer. So people who are going to want to take advantage of that portability by and large for sure are people who have health conditions and might not be insurable and able to go get insurance on their own. So if you've got any type of existing health condition and you don't think that you would qualify for insurance to replace what you're losing as a result of the job loss, then you definitely want to investigate whether or not your life insurance or any long-term care insurance you have through the company is actually portable. Now, another thing is, while it's not insurance related, it's really getting your hands around what is going to happen when you actually terminate because for most people like i said if you're in a professional setting there is likely to be some type of severance package you might have accumulated vacation time you might have accumulated sick time that can pay out and there also may be some resources that your employer can offer to help you move to an unemployment type of uh, situation so Every situation is different. Every employer is different in how they handle it. But definitely wrap your hands around those things. Severance, accumulated vacation, sick time payouts, and whether or not there are any resources to help you take advantage of unemployment while you are looking for your next job. Congratulations to Mary Stirk for being named three years in a row to the 2020 Forbes list for Best in State Wealth Advisors and Top Women Wealth Advisors. Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, and today we're talking about top five financial tips uh, that you should be taking advantage of if you have recently lost your job. The first thing we talked about is creating an immediate short-term cash flow plan. The second thing is to review and understand your insurance options and any other benefits that you will leave the company with. The third thing is really to wrap your hands around the tax situation. So one of the things about taxes that people are not always aware of is how a severance package might be taxed or how a sick time payout or a vacation payout might be taxed and it can be an unexpected difference in your final paycheck. 
And so um, a lot of times they are taxed at a much higher level on that fire final paycheck um, because of the way that they are coded. And so sometimes you might be expecting more to come in that final paycheck and then are rudely disappointed because way more went to taxes than what you were expecting. So you're definitely going to want to wrap your hands around the tax situation. You're also going to want to understand the taxable implications of pulling money out of other accounts to have cash flow while you're searching for the next job. And that's where it's going to be important to talk to an advisor. Your age is going to drive that decision. Your investments that you've built up are going to drive that decision. How you, how old you were when you terminated from your employment is going to drive that decision. So there's a lot of ins and outs from a tax situation standpoint that you're going to want to talk about someone with. And you could talk to your CPA about that, or you could talk to a financial advisor about that and get some good guidance on what's the best strategy to keep taxes at a minimal level if possible. Okay, the fourth thing is to make a decision on your retirement plan. Now, your retirement plan might be composed of a 401k or a 403b. You might also have a pension through your former employer that needs to be dealt with. And here's the thing. When it comes to 401ks or 403bs, everybody has the same four decisions that they can make. Number one, if it's big enough, and by big enough, I mean over $5,000, then you are likely to be able to leave it with your former employer if you want to. You also could roll it over to a new employer if your new employer has a plan that is compatible with your old type of plan and if they allow rollovers. You could cash it out, but of course, cashing it out is going to carry potential tax implications, and possibly some penalties. And lastly, you could possibly roll it to an IRA. Now, all four of those options are the same four options no matter who you are. But what the right option is, is completely dependent upon your own personal and unique situation. So this is where it's most important to get guidance from somebody who can help you evaluate your situation. You're going to want to talk to someone who's a fiduciary, meaning that they're going to give you guidance and advice based on what is best for you, not on what kind of most commission they can make or what kind of sale, sell, what they can sell you. <laughs> but you're going to want to talk to someone who's got your best interests at heart. So make sure that when you're getting counseling about this and getting guidance about this, you're asking the question, are you a fiduciary? So you know whether or not the guidance you're getting is really in your best interest. The decision on what to do isn't something that is always has pros and always has cons. Because out of those four things, leave it where it is, roll it to a new plan, cash it out, or roll it to an IRA, all four of those options have pros and cons. In fact, because this is such a prevalent issue right now, and so many people have gotten furloughed, laid off, let go, downsized, we actually created a 
white paper that shows you the pros and cons of what to do with your retirement plan money if you have lost your job. So if you would like a copy of that, just reach out and talk to Julie Chadwick and we can go ahead and get that emailed to you right away. It's going to walk through some of the basic pros and cons of each one of the choices and help you start to narrow down which choice might be right for you. You also can talk directly to one of our advisors and we can walk you through what those pros and cons are and help you understand what direction you might want to tilt based on what's going on in your life financially. Now, the pension is a little bit of a different story. The pension may be something that you want to leave there and then trigger when you are the uh, right age to trigger the pension benefits. Or some pensions have lump sum rollout Uh, options available where you could take the money in the pension out all in a lump sum and roll it to an IRA. Now that is a completely different type of analysis than just trying to figure out what to do with your 401k. The pension we have a calculation that we do that's called the pension maximization. And this is trying to figure out, do you maximize your benefits by leaving it in the pension and taking an income stream in your lifetime? Or is it better for you to consider rolling it out and having it in an IRA and then creating income from it that way? There is no one size fits all with this. The pension decision is for many people an even bigger decision than what to do with your 401k or your 403b plan. So if you have a pension, you most definitely are going to want to talk to someone about doing a pension maximization analysis to determine what's the right thing for your benefits and for your personal life. What your best friend does, it might be very different than what you should do. What your married friend should do might be very different than what your single friend should do. So all situations are unique and that's why you really need to do a more in-depth analysis on the pension to figure out what are the best decisions to make for you. Okay, and then the last thing to think about doing on your retirement plan is being aware of whether or not you have any loans on them. Because sometimes people get rudely surprised where they roll their money somewhere like to a new employer plan or to an IRA and they don't realize that if you have an existing loan on that plan, all of a sudden that can become taxable income. So be very careful, make sure you have all your ducks in a row, that you don't accidentally roll a plan over with a loan and then now you have a big tax surprise on your hands at the end of the year that you weren't expecting. We certainly don't want to add insult to injury and have nasty tax surprises on top of a job loss. Like that'd be the worst thing. So make sure you're aware of how that impacts you. Okay. The last thing then is, of course, to launch the job search. And when you're launching the job search, the best financial tip that we can give you for that is to utilize all of the resources available within your community. So I had mentioned this earlier that some employers, when they're doing mass layoffs, they find resources for people to help them with that next job search. So checking with your employer that you're being let go of is the first question to ask. You're definitely going to want to polish up your resume. 
And if you're not someone who is comfortable doing that, if you don't have the tech savvy to do that, there are all kinds of people out there that are online resources that can help you do that. Um, there are many different places that will help you update your resume. There are many different cheat sheets on how to do that. And there's people who do this for a living to help people. So get your Google fingers going if you are not someone who feels confident updating that resume yourself. You're also going to want to check with the local unemployment office so that you can get unemployment benefits started. Be aware that there are additional benefits available right now if you are being let go as a result of COVID-related issues. Now, they may not last forever, and by the time you hear this, they may be gone, but it's important to know that a COVID-related layoff does have some different benefits available than just a standard layoff does. There are, in many communities, workforce development offices that can help you find jobs in your area of expertise. And we're even still seeing some job fairs being held, especially in the local community. However, they're being held virtually now instead of live. So start getting creative about your efforts into terms of finding a job and get started on that right away so that you don't have a huge gap between paychecks. Okay, so again, I know there's a major emotional component to losing a job. It's such a hard time to go through, but I hope that these five tips have added value for you if you are somebody going through that situation. So I'll just repeat them again. Number one, create an immediate short-term cash flow plan. Number two, review and understand your insurance options and other benefits that you'll leave with from the current job you have. Number three, wrap your hands around the tax situation of the payouts that you'll get and decisions that you make. Number four, make a decision about your retirement plan, whether you are going to take one of those four options or reach out to us and get our guide to help you through that. And then number five, launch the job search using all of the local resources that your community has. So we hope this hopes as you're moving forward with this unplanned transition. And thank you for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can ensure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Insurance offered through Sterk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Neither Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated nor its representatives provide tax or legal advice. You should consult a qualified attorney or tax professional to answer your specific questions. Sterk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dune, South Dakota, 57049 and can be reached at 605-217-3555. Forbes Best in State Wealth Advisors list includes 10 recipients per state. The award is based on qualitative and quantitative data, rating thousands of wealth advisors with a minimum of seven years of experience and weighing factors like revenue trends, assets under management, 
compliance records, industry experience, and best practices. The word is not based on portfolio performance or client reviews. There is no fee in exchange for rankings. Third-party rankings and recognitions are no guarantee of future investment success and do not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a higher level of performance or results. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client nor are they representative of any one client's evaluation.